Today we have Paige Goodwin, Director of Digital Retailing for Group One. Hello. This is Amplify, a retail automotive podcast brought to you by Reuters Events and DeSoto. It's time to make the most innovative voices in retail automotive louder. All right, this just feels like old friends having a combo. Old friends oh, yeah. just hanging out. Paige, Paige <laughs> is such a good friend. She's like, I, I would, I, we've only been in person together, what, three or four uh, times yeah, maybe? Times. Uh-huh. Actually, the very first time we ever sat down with you, I think it was at a lunch at what used to be MRC. Uh, it was yeah, AAAS. It was definitely 7 a.m. Breakfast. Oh, it was breakfast, yep. 7 a.m. Yep. <laughs> hanging out. The morning time is not my favorite, so I remember that. <laughs> oh, so. And we were on so the East Coast. And and she, she said it coast. something like this. She goes, so, okay, what do you guys exactly do? How, how can I? Literally, because somebody <laughs> just asked me that question. <laughs> That's somebody exactly just asked happened. me that question again. Well, I had Paul's manifesto, um, like, right. right after it came out. So I knew who you were. But you just kept evolving, so I'm like, what are you doing now? Okay. There you go. There you go. That's fair enough. Well, okay. That's a great segue into just what are you doing right now? Because Group One is is always an organization just because when we as an industry are looking at what do we do next? Is it it's everyone's kind of looking at the publics, you know, the major news sources are always asking what are the public uh, groups doing? And so there's some weight with that, but there's also a lot of energy and excitement because of what you have the opportunity to do. So what are some of the things or one of the things that you guys are working on as a project or maybe as an initiative right now um, that others might be looking toward? Yeah, well, first of all, we're growing like crazy, which is really fun and exciting. Um, we bought three stores last week Saw that. in wow. Houston and I don't know. I'm so jazzed up on day one every time because it's just like new energy. You walk in and, you know, there's just a whole crew of people who are making sure that we are set up for success. So growth is a big thing for us. Um, But as far as projects, um, there are a couple that I'm really involved in. So the first one, obviously, if I'm the director of digital retailing, I'm constantly trying to evolve what we're doing there. And, you know, the biggest focus right now is how do we make our people as productive as possible? Um, and to me, digital retailing doesn't necessarily mean remote. It means we are digitizing the sales process. I like that. I've never heard that and productivity tied together, like uh-huh. directly. Yes. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's the initiative right now is how can we be as productive as possible? CFO loves you. The COO loves you. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and our CEO and CFO, um, and, and honestly, this is why we are so successful, is everyone is involved from the top down, everyone's involved. So we have you know, several layers to our organization and this is an initiative for every single layer. That's why we're so, we're, we're so successful, we really are. Um, and I just get to you know, sort of take some credit, but really it's, it's a complete group, group effort. Ah, she 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 threw that group effort in there like group she one knew effort. She, it's a group one. <laughs> it's actually effort. a good little marketing <laughs> thing, right? Yeah, let's make it a group effort. It is. Right. Oh, it really oh, is. Hashtag that one. Oh, hashtag that. Um, so when you're looking at just how do you make digital retail or being a digital retailer not just remote or not just online, what are some of the steps that you're taking to ensure that that process or that productivity flows all the way through everything that you do? So I started at Group One about three and a half years ago. Actually, it was five months before COVID. So um, I didn't have much prep 
you know, on, on you know, this nice-to-have thing going to a must-have uh, thing to get down. But one thing that um, our president at the time and now CEO, um, you know, drilled into my brain was we want to do business how and when customers want. So to me, that meant it could be online. It could be online and offline. Um, it could be I uh, start at home, I walk into the store, I go back home to finish. I mean, there's all different variations of how customers want to do business. Um, I, you know, I get out and talk to our salespeople, and recently one of them told me, yeah, you know, there was a woman who came in, and she wanted to look at a car, and, and, and then she had to leave to go pick up her kids. So I sent her a link, and she went home and filled out the credit app and uploaded her driver's license and uploaded her insurance and did all these steps at home, and then she came back to pick up the car. But what it did was make everyone more productive, including the customer, right? Because she got to pick and choose what she wanted to do on her own time. And I mean, it, the buying process fit her schedule and that's the goal, yeah. right? And we want our salespeople to also be able to sell more cars per person, right? Yeah. Let's, let's maximize efficiency. And if they've got steps that are being taken at home and if the customer wants to come in, that's awesome. And most people still do. They wanna see it, feel it, touch it, drive it. Um, they have questions on financing, but we're going to conform to them, right? How, do, how they want to do it and let them do steps at home if they want to save time when they get there. Very cool. Why is, what's the major breakdown when you think of like doing the digital part of the process or whatever the customer chooses to do digitally and or going into the showroom or calling or emailing? What's the major point of breakdown? Why, why is that so hard to get together from your perspective? So um, when we were choosing a partner for our technology, it was super important that we had um, the ability to see in store what the customer had done from home. And so, so important to not start them over when they walk in the store, right? Mm. Because it could just be a sunny Saturday. They've taken time to do work at home. We Nothing have, worse. And they just walk in, right? Yes. No appointment. Um, and the worst thing we can do is start them over. So right. we very yeah. um, specifically um, have built a solution and a process around not starting the customer over. That is the breakdown that most um, dealerships who can't get this down, you know, can't the transfer overcome. and accessibility of the information that they've already done. Right. Now it's taken them longer. You know, because the customer actually spent time before they got there doing right. things. They're doubling work. Yep. Yeah. Can you? That's that's for the so customer. They're doubling. Yeah. Work. The the customer is doubling work, and then even that the 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 sales team is loaded with inefficiency because they do they would have the opportunity to have all this information, and now they're technically doing double work as well. Like they could it's be. It's all the worst parts could, too, ah, especially man. if there's like a, a challenged credit situation. You know what I mean? Like, let me engage that twice if I'm the consumer and I know I'm going to have an issue. Great. Yeah. Now I did it online. Now I get to do it in person, too. Exactly. And you're not paying attention to the best car fit, right? The needs of the family, getting to make sure the car is right. The salesperson's already, like, backpedaling, trying to aggregate trust when he's asked, asking all the hard questions. Right. The, the, time, the time spent at the dealership should be spent differently than it has in the past, right? Let's get all these kind of steps out of the way that we can do at home. And then let's spend the time educating the customer on what they're buying. Yeah, yeah, I love it. What, as you're kind of looking toward 
um, where consumers are at right now and and into the next couple years because there's a lot of prep work that it takes to get a major organization to move into anything. Mm-hmm. What what are you looking to in the future to make sure that you're set up for success and that the organization is set up for success? Well, one of the big things is we have invested in a CDP, consumer data platform, that's really tying everything together. Um, and for the last two years almost, and I've been intimately involved on this small team with this project, is we've been working to build a CDP so that we can own our own data destiny, right? Mm-hmm and having all the integrations necessary flowing in and out of that CDP. So we are making sure we're gonna communicate um, correctly to customers, we're not gonna over-communicate to customers, um, um, and we're going to you know, build, build models and build audiences out there to you know, grow, grow our business. The, the name of the game is retention and growth. Hmm. That's, that's really interesting because like, Everybody would say retention and growth, but the active steps to get there seem to be a lot different. They look way different than the, the typical ones that you'd see. Right. And, and when you're dealing with so many different brands, so many different franchises, so many different areas and zones and regions of the country, just, just customers interacting differently. The cultural differences between yes, the, exactly. nor- the North and the South different? Sure they are. Just a wee Come bit. on, Paul. Just a wee that bit. was a joke. Now, you come out here. We're, we're in Las Vegas right now. It's a little different out here too. Vegas is different. California is definitely another country. Texas, so totally different country. Trying well, to be another country. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, and the generations actively. are different, right? Yeah. So we have to be able to, uh, and and we have customers across, you know, at least four generations, right? right? So we have to be able to transact the way they want. Man. And they are very different on each end of the spectrum. Yeah. Very different. It's extremely it's an extremely complex puzzle that putting together requires a lot of data insight, a lot of understanding of the customer. And like you said, like I love how actually the people process side kind of began everything. It's like, hey, we got to get this people process thing right so that we can create the streamline and efficiency to make sure that our people are doing the things well. Now we're going to layer on that how we communicate with our customers the technology to move that forward. That's right. it's actually it's a really uh, like proficient use of technology in the group. Yep. Yeah. I wake up every day and think, okay, what can I do today to make the customer experience better and make our employee experience better? I don't think That's you can it. say anything else. From that. <laughs> hey, Paige, if people want to stay and follow along with the work you're doing, um, what do you have, like a TikTok or something? <laughs> I, I do, but I'm sort of incognito oh, I, I didn't even know. I didn't know. <laughs> and no. it's mainly because I love to cook I and I'll, I'll do like recipe stuff. Okay. Yeah, no, no, but what's no the TikTok. best way if people want to follow along with the work you're doing? I am on LinkedIn. Um, and I would love it if they would follow Group One Automotive accounts. Yeah, you're rocking you that. Which you guys have been consulting with us on, well, right? To go. make Trying it to help better. you make it a thing. Yep. There you go. And I actually, I know we're probably the end of our time, but I need to give you guys a plug. Oh, so, boy. Oh, boy. Um, I don't take compliments. No, well. I know. And that's, that's why you're going to get it. So, <laughs> um, you know, you recently have been out filming in dealerships, right? More yep. than cars. Mm-hmm. More than cars. Yes. And you visited our Audi of Grapevine dealership. And I think, you know, I know you went in there with intention, but I think your eyes were even open to how, you know, wonderful of a store it was. And we have stores like that everywhere. And it's not just Group One, right? There are stores everywhere that are beautiful facilities, full of great people. Um, We're doing things in the communities. 
And I want to thank you guys for bringing that to light. Um, oh, yeah. You send us the segment for Audi of Grapevine, and I cannot wait to see peek. the full the full thing. Um, I smiled the whole time I watched it, <laughs> just like I smiled the whole time I watched this last segment that I just saw in the oh, conference. Yeah. Um, so thank you. And I really hope it makes it outside of automotive because there's a stigma with dealers that we've got to overcome some kind of way. And I think this is the entry point to that. One story at a time. Well, thank you for the compliment. Yeah. We're going to keep doing the work, but the work is nothing unless the dealers are making the stories day in and day out working so hard. So thank you so much for that. All we'll right. see you soon. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Amplify podcast brought to you by Reuters Events and Asotu. For more engaging episodes like this, subscribe or follow on your favorite podcast platform. You can learn more about our hosts, Paul J. Daly and Cal Mountsier by visiting asotu.com.